Shabbat Shalom. So praise y'all. Hallelujah for you all joining us today for our uh, tour, uh, weekly uh, worship service uh, <clears throat> in the assembly, gathering of assembly. So praise y'all for you all. This is our part three of this lesson. Um, we're dealing with, um, you know, um, certain parables in, in, in Matthew 13 uh, with Yahushua HaMashiach. And um, just, just trying to, you know, find out, you know, how valuable, how, how do we really, how much do we really valuable um, the kingdom of the kingdom of Yah? You know, how much is it, how, how, how much do we really value it? Uh, this is, this should be a, a self-checking uh, series, you know, uh, for myself as well, for you all who are hearing it. Um, so we're going to dive on in, we're going to pray, we're going to dive on into the word, we're going to go forward, hallelujah. So Almighty Yah, we are just coming for your presence right now in the name of Yahushua HaMashiach. And we thank you. We thank you, Almighty Yah, for being our strength. Hallelujah. And our salvation. We thank you, Almighty Yah, for being our everything. Our all in all. As we come before your presence in the name of Yahushua, we come in the spirit of humility. And we ask you to please forgive us of our sins. And have mercy upon us according to your loving kindness. Praise you help us to grow in your word today. Mature us. Convict us of sin. Um, leading guidance, Yah, into all truth. Help us to walk on the pathways of righteousness. Uh, help us to learn your word from a better perspective and grow in our faith. I pray that you bring deliverance and breakthrough. I pray for the spirit of understanding, the spirit of wisdom, counsel, might, the knowledge of you, Almighty Yah, the fear of you, Almighty Yah, obedience unto you, Almighty Yah. I pray that you would just keep us and be with us and, and just be our Father as, as you promised to be. Help us to be led by your Ruach HaKodesh. For your word says that those who are led by your Ruach are your sons, and we desire to be your sons, Almighty. So we thank you and we just magnify you and just pollute your Kodesh name. In the name of Yahushua HaMashiach, we pray. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. Amen. So uh, <clears throat> we've been dealing with the, thir the 13th chapter of Matthew for, um, thank you, for, for, um, a few of a, a few weeks now just 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 dealing with you know trying to um get everyone to have an understanding of that this that, that this walk that we're in with y'all is is, is 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 value is valuable it should be valuable um even if some of this lesson may be offense offensive to people you know uh that's okay. You need to be offended. Uh, because if it offends you, that means you, that you got to work on um, crucifying your flesh. Messiah himself, himself offended people often. Whenever the Messiah spoke or taught, he always taught by the rule of Kodesh. And you know, and your, and your Ruach should bear witness with the Ruach. Well, Yah's Ruach. It's your, it's your bear witness that you all are his sons. Also, when truth is coming forth. Hallelujah. The purpose of the Ruach HaKodesh is to convict the world of sin. To lead and guide us into all truth. <clears throat> Not to offend you. But now, if you are offended, then you might be in your flesh. So, 
we dealt with the, we, we dealt at the beginning at the beginning of this chapter. Excuse me. Uh, 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 yeah, this this chapter we first started. We dealt with the with, with the parable of um, the sower and the seeds. You know, the the, the, the sower and the seeds is how some people remember it, or all or, or the, the different types of grounds: the good ground, the wayside ground, the uh, the stony ground, the thorny ground, and um, because because. The, 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 and we, we had an understanding that the seed was the word of Yah. And with the seed being the word of Yah, that this, this seed is being planted in these different types of grounds. And so now, the result of the seed's growth depends upon the ground. We realize that if you are stony ground, you know, that, um, that, 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 that being stony ground, you can become, you know, unfruitful, unproductive, you know, because of... Uh, the the of riches or being offended because of uh, persecution, you know, uh, the, the, the the thorny the thorny ground is is, is uh you know um those who are who are, who, are, who, are, who are tribulations things arrive in their life. The wayside ground is the ground of those who just had no understanding, and because of and because of uh not having understanding, you know, excuse me, they were fed by the wayside. The adversary stole from people. Then we dealt with, you know, the, 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 the parable, you know, uh, the pearl of a great price. And was talking about, you know, how the kingdom of Yah is and how a merchant man or a tradesman was trying to find a field. And, and how, and how while, while they, they, they found this field, one man went and sold all that he had to possess the field. They both sold all they had to possess the field. To be able to, to, be able to possess, you know, um... Because they had an understanding. And you know, and going and teaching that, you know, it, it takes faith, it takes patience, it takes honesty. We looked at Luke, we looked at Mark, looked at Matthew, and Luke, the good ground, was, was those who had who, who was honest and was patient. You know, what one of the problems that I've that I've been finding out um in, in, in these in these lessons is that many of us don't want to be honest. We want to have some good old-fashioned religion, you know, but we don't want to be honest about our life. You know, we don't want to be honest about dealing with us. We don't, we don't, we don't want to be honest when folks come try to talk to us about stuff. And we don't want to be honest when, 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 when we want to deal, you know, when we got to deal with issues ourselves. We accuse people of being uh, unforgiveness. And don't and, and mad about something that they're not mad about. We accuse them of nagging, pushing on us, trying to start stuff. Instead of us really realizing that you know what, maybe they have a valid point. After all, we should have enough wisdom to understand that everybody that see you don't see you how you see you. You think you look fresh, and the next one can think you look bad. And both of y'all looking at the same thing. But see, when the kingdom of Yah is of value to you, that means you are willing to do what you have to do in order to obtain this kingdom. We dealt with, we dealt with the story of a young rich ruler who came to Messiah and asked him, you know, what must I do to be able to inherit this eternal life? And Messiah began, he said, well, first of all, ain't nobody good with the father. That's the first thing I want you to understand is to follow me, you got to know who sent me. You got to realize that he's the only one good and we're all here to do his will. Mm 
Yeah, that, you understand that first. Then you realize, you know, thou shalt not do this and thou shalt not do that. Don't kill nobody. Don't commit adultery. Don't steal neither. And then don't be, be bearing no false witnesses. Y'all messing, you know, I've been doing that from my, from my youth. It, it, the, 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 the word says, Yahushua, looking upon him and loving him, says one thing that you lack. Go sell all you have and come follow me. And you know, that's a key thing. Because you see, the young man walked away grieved. You know, the, the, and the question that, that arises out of my mind, you know, are, 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 are we the same way? Are we going to walk around with our lips poked out, power, sad faces? Because we're not willing to give up the, the various things that's hindering us from being able to enter into this kingdom. The young man's case right there was riches. He had the scribble, the money. He was a wealthy young man, rich young ruler. And he was not willing to give all that he had up to follow Messiah. Why? Because he didn't have the faith in Messiah like he had, like he thought he had. And we're all the same way. We, 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 we're good game talkers. Many of us has the Dusty Road mentality. Dusty Rose mentality from WCW, NWA, wrestling back then in them days. You know, come on, baby. I'll put the elbow on you. We, we talk a good game. How we going to do the elbow drop on our enemy? You know, we're going to do the elbow drop on the adversary. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to hit him across the chest. We're going to pin him. One, two, three. You know how we talk. We got the Rick Fair mentality. Woo! We come there with the, with the Boston. Woo! From you know, I'm a, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Cadillac ride. You know, you know, we talk we talk good game when it comes to the adversary. Me and we got the Mike Jackson mentality. We oh, we dance good, but many of us have no stability. Many of us have no stickability. Many of us have no no fortitude to stand when it comes to having to give everything that we have up to follow him. How truly how valuable is this kingdom to you? Because in this kingdom, you got to give things up that, 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 that you've been holding on to for a long time that seem to have some worth, even if it's unforgiveness in your heart. True. Even if it's a lack of faith, even if it's your children, even if it's your parents. You know, what, what, whatever is of value to you that you have above the kingdom of Yah, in order for you to obtain this kingdom, you got to be willing to give it all up. Many of us, you know, are like a young rich ruler. We walk in the way of grief. We can't, we, 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 we can't give it up. We look at the Messiah, and he says this right here. Uh, turn to Genesis. Look, 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 look at the Messiah, and, he, and he's standing there, and, he, and he's dealing with his Talmudim, and, he, and he's teaching the word. And, you know, no one can really hear him while he's teaching the word. They can only hear him when he's doing the miracles. And so we're going to address that today, as well as the, the, the seed in the soil. So I want you to uh, start at, start at um, uh, chapter of verse 1, John 6. Read with a zeal, please. After these things, Yehushua went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And the great multitude followed him, because they saw the, his miracles, which he did on them that were diseased. Okay, then look here. It said, after a while, after these things, Yahushua went over, over the Sea of Galilee, which is, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And a great multitude followed him because of what? 
Because they saw his miracles. Because they saw the miracles. It don't say they follow him because of um, the word he was teaching about the kingdom of Yah. It don't say they follow him because he was a Hamashiach reconciling them back to Yah. They were following him because of the things they saw. They followed him because of the miracles. They saw his miracles, which he did mm -hmm. on them that were diseased. Go ahead. And Yahushua went up into a mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. And the Passover of, the, uh, of Yah, was the nigh. feast of Yah, was nigh. Mm -hmm. When Yahushua then looked up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he saith unto Philip, Where shall we buy bread that these may eat? And oh, this okay, okay. Now listen here. He, he, he go over there. Now listen. He still has compassion on them with having understanding of why they're following him. Most high don't turn you around because your motive is wrong and why you're following him. He tries to correct the motive and help you to see why you need to follow him. And the thing is, that when, when many of us come to the understanding of really why we need to follow him, we walk away grieved. Because we can't give up this thing we consider to be precious. No, we can't. We walk away grieved. We can't get that boyfriend up. We like, we like for him to hit it from the back. Even though we know we're fornicating. We can't get the pills up. We like, we like to get high. We know the feeling. We want to be geeked. Saying we ain't y'all. Know we got an addiction. Mm -hmm. We can't give the, 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 the poke chop up or, or, or the ribs up because they, 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 they taste so good. And then the, the barbecue sauce tastes even better on the rib. The unclean food. We can't give up, you know, uh, that day of the week, because Big Mama was a Baptist. I I I I already give up the Baptist and go to hell a Baptist. <laughs> because you don't want to come to the truth all of a sudden. If Big Mama was a Baptist, then guess what? You may have just maybe just more information than Big Mama had. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. And so the difference between you and Big Mama is this: the Most High, He weakened her ignorance. He realized she didn't know. But they called all men everywhere to repent. So now, would you rather stay there and walk away grieve? Mm. Or are you willing to give it all up? Go ahead. So so now, so now, he got people coming over there, and he have an understanding of why they're coming. But he still has compassion. Because he's winking at their ignorance. Go go ahead. Verse 6. And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may take a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, There is a lad here which has five barley loaves and two small fishes. But what are they among so many? And Yahushua said, Make, Make the, the men, men sit, sit down. down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sit down, sat down, and the number about 5,000. So now, he, he, he's telling them, to make the men sit down. Number about 5,000. 
Verse 11 says, he took the loaves. We had given thanks. He distributed the food to the, the town of and they And they gave it to them who sat down. And they fed a whole lot of people. Verse 12 says, when they were filled, he said, his disciples gathered the fragments that remained, that nothing be lost. They got everything up. I want you all to see something. <clears throat> look at their response, their responses, and look at his response. Begin at verse 13 and read loud. Therefore, they gathered them together and filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Then those men, when they had seen this great miracle or this miracle that Yahushua did, said, This is of a truth that that prophet that should come into the world. Now, hold on. Now they they, they deep now all of a sudden. <laughs> this is of a this is a prophet. Now they say. Those men, when they had seen the miracle that Yahushua did, said, This is of a truth. That prophet that should come into the world. They call him the Messiah. And they call him Hamashiach only by the miracle. Now we're going to see how quick their mind is going to change. But they called him something. Now listen. Yeah. They just saw something that was amazing. But they were not willing to give up everything to follow him. Mm -hmm. Right. Some of us, when we, when we see this pearl of great price, what we do is put it in our pocket and leave the field. Because we don't understand the value of the field. Mm -hmm. We just come on the pearl that we found. Ooh and all and about something that that, 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 that that we found in a place that may have that may have more than one, but what we do is we leave that place that has the value because we think the little one thing that we have is more valuable. Mm -hmm. And so we, we don't have the understanding. And so then, therefore, my question again is, how valuable is this kingdom to you? Because then they, 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 they deep all of a sudden. There's got to be the, 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 the Hamashiach. Verse 15 says what? When Yahushua therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force to make him a king, he departed again into a mountain himself alone. Okay, so now look here. It said, he therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force. We're going to make you a king. <laughs> Many folks do that. You know, you know, you know what, what's amazing is that we think that somebody is great based on something they can do. We think Benny he and them type people become great because Pastor Benny, he was sick for three days, and all of a sudden you walking. And you hear and you hear the counselor and you think that's just it. Right. We focus on the miracles. The miracles is not the power of y'all. It's the word. And one thing that we lose focus on is his word. Yeah. You don't have faith in him based on what he does. What they did, we're going to come back to this. What, 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 let's go do it on 13. What, 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 what they did was what, 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 when they saw the miracle is, the, is, is they forgot all about Torah. It's not the miracles that should get your attention. Yes. It's not the material possessions that should have your, your attention. You only obtain trust. Do you obtain faith by miracles? No. Mm -hmm. Does the scripture say you obtain faith by miracles? No. no. 
By what? The word. The word. You hearing the word and responding to it shows your faith. That young man heard the word, his response showed he had no faith. His response showed that he had no faith because it was written that he walked away grieved. He couldn't believe in the words of Hamashiach. He believed in religion. I'll read this right here, and then you go, you go read, finish reading, uh, go back to John. Deuteronomy 13 1 says this, If there arise among you a what? Prophet. Prophet. Mm -hmm. Or a dream of dreams, and give thee a sign and a wonder. And the sign and wonder come to pass, whereof he spoke unto thee, saying, Let us go after other Elohim, which thou hast not known, let us serve them. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet, or that dream of dreams. For Yah, your Elohim, prove you to know whether you love Yah, your El, with all your heart, with all your soul. You shall walk after Yahuwah, your El, and fear him, and keep his commandments, and obey his voice, and ye shall serve him, and cleave unto him. And here's, here's the deal with that, why I, just, why I just read that. Because they was ready to make him a king, and push him to the forefront, based on the miracle. And that's not how you should respond. But we're so comfortable on what somebody else do that we can't even really take heed to the word. So now listen to this right here. Read verse 22 of John 6, please. <clears throat> the day following, when the people which stood on the other side of the sea saw that there was none other boat there, save that one where into his Talmudim were entered, and that Yahushua went not with his Talmudim into the boat, but that his Talmudim were gone away alone. Howbeit, there came another other boats from Tiberias, nigh unto the place where they did eat. After, after that, Yahuwah, after that the master had given thanks. When the people therefore saw that Yahushua was not there, neither his Talmudim, they also took shipping, and came to Capernaum, seeking for Yahushua. And when they had found him on, on the other side of the sea, they said unto him, Master, what camest thou hither? Now look here. They get up the next day, he gone. We got to go find him. They're not finding him because of, you know, the, the, the word. They find him because they was hungry for the wrong kind of food. They want some bread. They want them some fish. They want to see the miracle. How valuable is the kingdom of Yah to you? Is the kingdom of Yah so valuable to you that, 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 that you focus on the, the leg growing? The eyes being open? The blind? The, 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 because guess what? If, if, if that's your only objective, you lost. Everybody is so disappointed when they, when they don't see the leg grow back. But they have no regard when they don't see the word working. Because they don't know the word. You need the word to bring deliverance to your life. To be able to give things up that you don't need to follow y'all's Torah. But again, how valuable is the kingdom? Because he tells them this right here when he's saying. Read 26. Yahushua answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, you seek me not 
you seek me, not because you saw the miracles, but because you did eat of the loaves and were filled. So you seek me not because of the miracles, because you hungry. You want something else to eat. <laughs> Read verse 27. Labor not for the meat which perishes, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you. For him hath Yah the Father sealed. So now here it is. Why are you seeking me? Because you're hungry. Don't eat, don't, 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 don't seek me for the meat. It's going to perish. It ain't going to steal you. But look for the meat that endures to everlasting Seek me for the right motive. Because when you're seeking him with the right motive, then you have stickability. Then you'll be able to stay. Then you then you understand how valuable it is. But if you're not seeking him for the right motive, you won't be able to stay. You'll be bound by sin because you got the wrong motive behind why you're seeking him. A whole lot of people are seeking him for the wrong reason. Mm -hmm. I got some people that I know that seek him because they want money. Because they'll promise that, you know what, if you sow money, you're going to get money. Show me in the Bible. Ain't no scripture in the Bible that shows you about giving money, you're going to receive money back. That pastor lied to you. Oh, it said giving shall be given. Keep it in context. Because if you're giving to get money, you still got the wrong motive. <laughs> Where's your mind? Where's your heart at? Why do you want it? Are you there because a girl, she there, she invited you to come? And you figure you're going to go with her, you're going to get in her drawers, you're going to get in her panties, you're going to be able to hit it. Is that your reason for being there? Are you there because sugar daddy there? Are you there because your, your, that's your family, uh, they go there? What's your reason for being here? They got a big old assembly. They got a lot of land. You see opportunity. The, let, let, let me serve notice to you. The opportunity that it, 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 for you to go to a ministry should not be based on what they have. Because your pastor of that ministry, he can't give to you uh, uh, of himself for you to live. He can only give you the what Yah wants you to have. And if you're in the wrong place and Yah is not giving him food for you, guess what you're going to do while you're in that assembly that's real big? You're going to still starve to death. You're going to still starve in your Ruach. Because you're trying to find him for the wrong meat. How valuable is this kingdom for you? What are you willing to give up? Because you know, some folks be thirsty and hungry for the miracles. But according to the scripture, Messiah, he says, Blessed are they that do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. So you're looking for something materialistic or a natural thing in order for you to stay in this kingdom, you have the wrong focus. You got to be willing to give all things up to follow him. Hallelujah. Then, then, then hear what they're going to say to him in verse 28. Read it loud, read it. I'm trying to stay, let him read. I'm trying to stay disciplined. <laughs> then said they unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of Yah? Uh oh, he, he run to him. He, <laughs> he, he tell him, Look here. I say to you, Y'all seek me not because y'all saw the miracles, but because y'all ready to eat. <laughs> Don't be trying to work for the meat that perish, but for the meat that endure until everlasting life for you to live forever. Which, which I can give to you. 
For, 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 for in him have Elohim the Father sealed. They said, well, look, I'll tell you what you need to do then. Show us what, what we shall do in order to work the works. What? How did the conversation come from working the works? <laughs> so he tells them this. He says, then he asked unto them and said unto them, what? This is the work of Yah. Right. That you believe on him whom he hath sent. You want to work the works of Yah? Have faith in me. You want to work Yah's works? Trust me. Trust what I say. Have faith in me. Not what I can, I can just do for you in the natural, but have faith in me. Why? Because he knows why he's here. He understands his purpose. And he realizes that if you have faith in him, if, if, you, if you grab hold of that, then he can reconcile you back to the, to the Father. Back to Yah. Yeah. But you got to understand that in order to buy this kingdom, your goal is to get to Yah. And your goal is to get to Yah. You can't get to Yah. You cannot get to Yah with a dance. You can't get to y'all with a shout and running around. You don't have enough money to get to y'all. Mm. Let me tell you something. The earth is y'all's and the forest thereof belongs to him. The cattle of a thousand years belongs to y'all. He told y'all, Sherrod, if, if I was hungry, I wouldn't tell you. Yeah, because you can't do for me. But I can do for you. But in order for, for y'all to do for you, you have to surrender to y'all. Yah's way, not your own. Right. How valuable is this kingdom? Is it, is, 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 is it worth you losing the truth? You know, one thing that I found out is that we all want to be in the kingdom of Yah until we're tested. <laughs> Once we're tested, to hell with the kingdom. You got a lot of men, they only honor their wives until she get on their nerve. A lot of women only respect their husbands and submit to him until they get mad at him. A lot of brothers love each other until they're angry. The best you it's the one that's under the pressure. How are you going to stand then? Are you going to step out on faith and trust in y'all? Or are you going to stay in your flesh? Let me show you something. Matthew 13 again. Because see, in this walk, to have... To have to have, to have, um, it's the wrong one. I'm sorry, you all. Forgive me. I'm moving too fast. Back to John 6. Because <laughs> to have faith in him means you got to be willing to get past you. One thing we were talking about this morning before, uh, and I'll, I'll read this, this, this little paragraph. Did you? But um, we were talking about something this morning concerning faith. And I want you to hear what he's saying. It says this, uh, John 6, 16 says, And when evening was now come, his tabernacle went down into the sea. 
and he entered into a ship and went over the sea toward Capernaum. And it was now dark, and when Yahushua was not come to them, and the sea arose by reason of a great wind that blew. So when they uh, had rolled about five and twenty or thirty furlongs, they saw Yahushua walking on the sea and drawing nigh unto the ship, and they were afraid. And he said to them, It is I, be not afraid. Then they willingly received him into the ship, and, they, and immediately the ship was at the land where they went. Now they, they, they saw a Messiah walking on water. Now in some accounts, it shows Peter gets out of the boat. But that's a miracle. Because you got to have faith in what you got going on, and you can't be distraught. Because now they're seeing something they've never seen. They experienced something they never experienced. And he tells them, do not be afraid. It is I. Be not afraid. And in order for him to even obtain or come there, they had to stop fearing. And you know how I know they had to stop fearing? Because verse 21 says, then they willingly received him into the ship. And you walking in fear, being afraid to give things up will cause you not to be able to receive Messiah or cause you to walk away grieve. Why? Because your fear got the best of you. Moving on what you see, going on how you feel causes you to miss out on Yah's promises. If the young man would have really had a full understanding of Yahushua, who he was, he would have willingly gave everything up. And you know what's terrible about this, 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 this the, 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 the situation is, is that we are all, we all have to deal with that situation, that, that issue. Because we all took a good game. You know what makes you wise, really wise? By backing up and doing what you say. Not you talking like you smooth. Anybody can talk with a good talk. Anybody can say some good stuff. But when you go through it and you still stand, that shows your character. That shows who you are. Willing to give something up because you found how precious what you found is. The parable of, of, of the pearl with a great price was a, was a merchant man. Someone who does some trading. Someone who trades things of value to obtain things of value. That's a merchant man. And when Yahushua said it's the merchant man, he stops trying to trade things of value to obtain some of the value when he finds his kingdom. Because he realizes that the kingdom is more valuable and more precious than anything that he has. So he's not going to trade anymore. He's going to give what he has up. He's going to sell out all he has in order to obtain this kingdom. That means the things to him that's most dear, dearest, the things that's most valuable to him, he's willing to give it all up in order to obtain this kingdom. He's not going to walk in fear or reluctancy or what people got to say or how someone feels about him. He's not going to continue to walk and put a defense mechanism up. He gonna let his guards down. You know, we were having a conversation this week with the youth, but it ain't just youth that's worried about 
what folks going to say and who going to talk about it. Let me explain something to you. It's very, if you're a grown person and you're worried about what somebody said about you, you are a very immature person. If you're a grown person and you can't handle what somebody coming to you to discuss an issue and you want to accuse them of having problems because you can't handle it, you are a very immature person. Yeah. Because how can you say you love Yah and you can't even bear with your brother or your sister? How valuable is this kingdom to you? How valuable is this kingdom to you when you know to honor the Shabbat but you still don't want to honor the Shabbat because you're afraid of what folks going to say? How valuable is this kingdom to you? How valuable is the kingdom to you when you know the truth but you still don't want to do the truth? Is it valuable or are you just talking? Because see, the young man, the, 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 the merchant man, he gave all he had up because he realized that he didn't have anything down here or, 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 or his, his, his possessions that was, you know, more valuable than that one pearl. And the thing is, the man realized something that we should realize. The man said, you know what, I'm out here in this field, you know, and I'm looking, you know, for some stuff. And I found this pearl, man, I'm going to buy this field. I'm going by the field. And the man had so much confidence in the, by the field, he buried again the pearl. He put the pearl back and left by faith. When it's only he had and bought the field. Can you do that? Or you trying to hold on to it? You know, most of us lose out on things. Trying to hold on to other things. You know how that go. Of less value. His, it, 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 it says. Verse 20 again says. But he said. Because he saw that was afraid. He saw. He knew. That you know what. It, when, 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 they, when, when they was walking. That, that these men. Have experienced storms before. You know, a few of these men were fishermen. That was their career. And then on top of that, if they was fishermen, I'm probably pretty positive that, that, that they could swim as well. So it wasn't a storm that was getting the best of them. It was him walking on water. And he wasn't walking on no banks. Where his, where his calves and shin and stuff was in the water, and he was walking, you know, in the ocean, you can go out so far, and you still got water, you still got land you're walking on. No, 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 no. They was out there for 25 to 30 furlongs. And so they became afraid because he was walking on top of something. So now they're experiencing because of him, because he's in their life, because, because he's here, and because uh, they're his disciples. Now they're experiencing something they've never experienced before. And so now, because they're out of the norm, and now because of, they're out of their comfort zone, now they're seeing something they never saw. Now, now fear tries to hit them. And you can't allow fear to hit you because you are seeing things you've never saw before. Because you're experiencing things you've never experienced. you got to still trust y'all. And you got to still walk by faith. And you can't believe what you see no more. Then you got to believe that word that's being spoken to you. 
And you know, it, it, it had to have some way coming to their heart about him. You know, you know, this reminds me of something. You know, two things. They had to have had a great or, or a close uh, relationship with him. And they had to have understood his voice. So now I, now I can realize what he's meaning in John 10 when he says, my sheep know my voice. And the stranger they won't follow. So now he said, well he, but he said to them, it is I, be not afraid. They knew his voice. They heard him. They knew his voice. They heard the word. They breathed, they breathed what he said. They trusted in him. They stopped being moved by what they saw and they responded by what they heard. So then they gladly received him into the ship. And because they received him into the ship, they was immediately delivered. So my question is how bad is this kingdom to you? Because in this kingdom, you're going to experience some things you've never experienced. <laughs> You're going to see some things you've never saw. And when, the, and, 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 and when the adversary tries to overwhelm you with fear because of the unknown or because of uncertainty, are you going to depend on his word? Or are you going to depend on what you hear? Excuse, excuse me, what you see. Man, it's storming. It's raining cats and dogs. You know, a storm always looks worse through a window. You will never know how bad it is until you step out there in it. Mm. And, 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 and walking with y'all, you're going to have to sometimes endure the storm. Messiah says in Matthew 7, chapter beginning, uh, at verse 21, he talks about everybody that says, Adonai, Adonai, we're not entering this kingdom. But then when you get down to the end of that, uh, of that chapter, he says, he who hears these sayings of mine. You hear my words and, do, and you do them, I will consider you to be like a wise man. Or a sensible man. You know, because you heard my word, you were prepped to your life. So when life shows up, the curse of life hits you, and you've been beat back and forth with life. You're weary and you and you're tired from the winds of life blowing on you. And you and, and you're wet, soaked down and bogged down and burning from the waters of life soaking you up. You still will have the ability and the strength and the fortitude to stand. Why? Because you applied my word. And so now, by you applying my word, you built your house on a solid foundation. But when you hear my word and you don't apply them, guess what? I don't care how smart you are. I don't care what you think you have in life. When life shows up, you still will not be able to stand. So many of y'all who are not applying y'all's word to your life, don't think because... You are standing now that you're going to still be able to stand. Oh, I promise you, it will come a day that you're going to fall if you don't have y'all as your support. If you don't have y'all as your guide, if you don't have him as your strength, there's no standing for you. As a matter of fact, you're considered to be a, a, a stupid man or a, a foolish man who built this house on something that was shaky from the beginning. You know, and you got to be kind of fool or stupid to know that when you walk on stand, when, when you walk on sand, I don't care how compacted sand is. I don't care how many people walk on it. Once you put your foot in it, it's going to still move. 
It's going to still move. So guess what? When life shows up and, 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 and the storms of life knocking you down, you're going to be rocking and rolling and falling all at once. Why? Because you built your house on the sand because you failed to take heed to the word of Yahushua that was being spoken to you. So how bad is it for real? Do you have the faith to step on out there and trust y'all? Do you have the faith to surrender yourself? See, now it's time for you to step, stop singing the song. See, everybody want to sing good. Most high ain't moved by you singing with a good voice. Ooh. That don't mean nothing to me. If you look at uh, um, Ezekiel 28, and he begins to talk about Lucifer. The word Lucifer is the Hebrew word that means light bearer. One who bears the light. The scriptures, the, the scriptures begin to describe how beautiful he was. Like he might have had some pipes in his chest or something. Like he walked around with, with stones on him. And he was beautiful and, and, and he was glowing and shining and gleaming when he walked. But one thing he failed to understand, the light that shined through him was, was, was Yah. So if, if Yah's light don't shine through you, you end up with some colored glass. And you have no value. And so guess what? While you're walking around thinking you look good, you're still falling. The word says pride was in him. It was found in him. Pride was found in him. He was cast down. Why? Because he got beside himself. He thought he looked good from the outer appearance. He walking around and everybody was over the him. And when he was walking and he walked, that light shine, that word light is the ore. He, 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 he. He bared the illumination, the illumination of Yah. He bared the, 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 the enlightenment of Yah. He bared the truth of Yah. He bared the knowledge of Yah. But when he got beside himself, he fell and lost it all. So, 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 so guess what? You're walking around looking good, smelling good, folks looking at you. But if you have no light on the inside of you, you're still a sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal. Or your ass. The song says, you're talking loud, but you really ain't saying nothing. So how valuable is this kingdom? How much do you love, y'all? Are you willing to surrender yourself? Do you forgive the ones who hurt you so bad? The ones who walked out on you, do you forgive them? Or do you still talk about folks behind their back? Are you bitter? Are you upset? Are you angry? Are you afraid? Do you try? Do you have faith? Do you trust? Because if you don't do what you're supposed to do, then it can't be of no value in you, no matter what you say. So we all talk the good talk of how we love y'all. But when push comes to shove, all of this is just talk. It means nothing. Praise y'all. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. So now look here. He tells them, you know, you know, you know, you all want you all want to work, you all want to work the works of him that sent me. I mean, I work, 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 work the work of y'all, then believe on, on him whom he sent. Then believe on me. Trust in me. They come following him. And they said, you know, he said, you know, y'all following me because of the fish and the loaves. You hungry. 
Then why are you following me? But they had, they had the wrong appetite. He trying to push the appetite to the, to, the, to the right place. They hungry for the natural thing. He said in Deuteronomy 8th chapter, also Matthew 4th chapter, and Luke 4th chapter, he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of Yah. He's every word that comes out of Yah's mouth that you live by. He's the bread that came out from Shamayim that Yah gave. Mm -hmm. You look at it from the wrong perspective. And so then therefore, while you're in the flesh, you always complain and say you want something else. Or you'll continue to be hungry for the wrong things. Read verse uh, 29. Yehusha answered and said unto them, This is the work of Yah, that ye believe on him whom he hath sent. The work of Yah is to have faith, believe on, trust in him, whom he have sent. Verse 30 read. They said therefore unto him, What sign showest thou then that we may see and believe thee? What do you work? Then you hear that? You see, you see, you see how quickly they got in the flesh? <laughs> Most of the people get in the flesh at the same time when truth hits you. All of a sudden you challenge and truth hits you all of a sudden. Now you're in the flesh. What do you do? But y'all was just yesterday trying to make me a king. Right. I perceive you as trying to make me a king. So I, I backed myself. I hid myself. When I got to myself, y'all came on over here trying to find me. Now all of a sudden I'm giving you the truth, telling you the word, and then all of a sudden you're going to say, well then what do you do? <laughs> you didn't stop me to do something supernatural. First of all, you're already following me because of the miracles. We just read that. That's why they're following him. He's healing people, raising the dead. He's trying to bring Israel back to how Israel is supposed to be. Because Israel is so caught up on the outer perimeter of things, we can't see the Ruach. We're so in the flesh, we can't get delivered. You're in the flesh, Israel. Israel caught up on the food. You're in the flesh. We walk around in so much flesh, it's, it's ridiculous. We walk around here debating over stuff like the, vac the vaccines. And then we're looking at things from the flesh that you know what? If they would have got the vaccine, then he wouldn't be in the hospital right now. Or he wouldn't have died. You a lie. I've heard two people who know who know two people close kin that has gotten the vaccine and is dead from COVID-19. But we look at the flesh. Man, he wouldn't have been sick. No. You're looking at it from the wrong perspective. What's somebody adding their life? You want to judge their walk of y'all? How dare you? But you say you love y'all, and we all the time hear you talking about people. You love y'all, and you all the time complaining. You love Yah and very unfaithful. Don't give your, 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 your tithe, offerings, you unaccountable, can't take correction. Get mad at that folks when they try to come tell you something. Look at them from the wrong perspective. Why? Because you and your flesh, but you say you love Yah. Ain't that funny? You've seen Yah move, you know, just like us. We, 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 we was all great. 
until we until we correct you, now all of a sudden we ain't great no more, we build them. Oh, that's funny. That's very funny. You know, I tell folks out of a truth because everybody wants to say, you know, you know, you a prophet. You a real man of Yah. They don't even move me. You know why? Because people believe you something until you get on their nerves, until you get mad at them, and all of a sudden they don't believe you no more. They believe what you are and who you are until you tell them something they don't want to hear. So it don't matter what you say, how you feel about me being anything. Because you don't define me. It ain't about no titles anyway. My point is, we believe all the time until the shoe until it's on our foot. Until you get toes clipped and you're upset and offended, get off my feet. <laughs> In the natural. It, a, a natural intersection to speak the truth. Some folks step on some folks' shoes, their toes, they're ready to fight them. You fight, I'm fighting. You can get on my shoe, you know, scuff my, my shoe up, my toe, and hit my toe. You ready to fight somebody, cut the throat, because they got on that big toe of yours. They, they got on your cord. <laughs> then hit that bunion, then you're all offended. Then some folks with bunions and bad feet, people step on their toe, they say, it's all right. It's cool. I know you didn't mean it. Say that when it comes to the Ruach. In the spirit, we get on your toes. When we tell you the truth, you get all mad, want to fight everybody, and cuss everybody out. When they got on your corn, that's that spiritual bunion of the disobedience that you that you in. And then you're all offended and hurt because your spiritual your spiritual bunion told they got offended. But then, guess what? Stay offended. And some folks realize and said, you know what? Ooh, that cut me. Ooh, that hurt me. Ooh, man, they got down to me. Ooh, that was tough. But you know what? Thank you. I need that. Because the scripture says rebuke a wise man. And he'll love you. And so we realize that many of you all are fools. Because you think wisdom comes with the multitude of words. And it don't. It comes in your actions. It comes in your obedience. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of Yah. That means your, your fear of Yah should cause you to walk in his ways. And that's wise. But a fool is one who despises wisdom and instruction. So Yahushua, he, he not only said marvelous things, he did what he said. So they get in, they, they get in the flesh. Now they get deep with him. 31 said, Our fathers did eat manna in the desert. As it is written, he gave them bread for, from heaven to eat. Yeah, they came with him. Well, who are you? Because our fathers ate, our fathers, they, our fathers, our dad and them. They ate man who? They were a man who? In the manner is the Hebrew word man who it means what is it? Because because guess what? They still it, it, it was never given what it was until the Messiah told them what it was. It's called man who. That's the name of it. Go to the Hebrew and, and, and look it up. Man who is the Hebrew word. We'll find it so I can prove to you that, that we're teaching the truth. So you won't think that we're trying to play with your mindset and carrying on. Praise Yahweh's compassion. What, what, what chapter is it? What, what book is it? I mean, it's Exodus what? Seven? Oh, I found it. Eight? No, it's not. It's, it's, it's Exodus what? Peace off. Okay, I got it. Praise y'all. Exodus um, um, 16. We got to find the verse. 
Okay, bread, bread, man, who? And even Yahuwah shall, shall give you and even flesh to eat in the morning, bread to the full. Uh, the bread, the, the, this is the hymns. We need to find the man. 16, 15. It's the 16, 15. Manna. The, the, the word is it's called manna. Man who means whatness, so to speak. Man who, what is it? It's, 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 it's the picture graph, but 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 let me explain to you what it means in the Hebrew since we already hear it. Mm -hmm. in, 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 in the paleo, in the picture graph, so you can understand that it's Messiah. Uh, we, we have a picture graph of water. Uh, he 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 he's the water. He, you know, in, in anyway, we have a picture graph of water uh, or, or, or other liquids such as blood, mm. uh, and the picture graph of a sea represents rep representing Continuance. A uh, Kabbalah means the blood continues. His blood continues forever and it's on and on. So a man who is manna, which means the blood continues. Hallelujah. And whose blood was given up for your sake? Who? So he says this. He responds to them and says, What? Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moshe gave you not that bread from heaven. But my father giving you the true bread from heaven. He said, Moses didn't give you the bread from the Shemayim. My father gave you the bread. For what? For the bread of Yah is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. So the bread of Yah is he which comes down from heaven and gives life unto the world. Mm -hmm. He is the bread of Yah. 34. Then said they unto him, Master, evermore give us this bread. And Yahushua said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Let's put Paul. Now here it is. Now again, like I told you, when Messiah speaks, he don't talk in the flesh. He's talking to Ruach. So when they asked for this bread, they was talking about bread. <laughs> they want some more to eat. He just fed them. He just told them, y'all over here to eat. Now he's talking to them. Well, give us some of this bread then. <laughs> Cause we hungry. What did he say, verse thirty-five? And Yahushua said unto them, "I am, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. But I said unto you that you also have seen me and believe not. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out." He said, "I am the bread. I'm the bread of life." He that comes to me shall never be hungry. He that believe on me shall never be thirsty. We've been hearing him talk about this his life. He told the woman at the well, you believe on me. You drop from this water, you will never thirst again. It's a water, the well on the inside of you will spring up into everlasting life. The water that, 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 that's on me, Gives you life forever. The bread is on me. You won't be hungry no more. Because see, the bread is on him. His redemption. Oh, listen to this now. He's the bread from the Most High Yah. When you eat of him, you will no longer have to be hungry for the wrong things anymore. You Because you get well, every man is hungry for something. Lust, women, money, whatever it is, you're hungry for the wrong things. It's unnatural, but when you eat him, You'll feel because now you ate the right thing. You no longer have the wrong desires anymore. But, but guess what? When you reject him, your desires are not clear. They're not pure. You have the wrong motive. So, he, so read. 
verse 39. And this is the father's, oh, no, no. Verse, verse 38. 38. For I came down from heaven, not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. Hold on, push Paul's humility. He's showing them something. While he's teaching them about him being the bread, he's showing them how to deny their own self-interest as well. Because he's willing to give all things up. He's showing the way. He's showing humility. He's describing to you and showing you about this field and how precious it is of how you deny your own self-interest, get past yourself and obtain this thing. So he's showing you the way. You got to receive me and then after you receive me and you eat of me, watch me. He says again, for I came down. First of all, I am the bread of life. Moses didn't feed y'all. It was not Moses who gave you this bread of life. It was not Moses who gave you the Torah. Uh-oh. It was Yah who gave you the Torah. He just used Moses. So get your mind off Moses. And put your mind on my father. And get your mind off me. And put your mind on my father. I'm just the one he's going to use to get you back to him. So you got to get past yourself. Humble yourself and deny your own self-interest. He says this, uh, John 6, 38, For I came down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. So he can't be the father neither, because if he was the father, then he can't do, 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 to do his own will, or he lied. <laughs> He's the son of Yah. He's the Messiah that reconciled us back to the father. And he comes downhill not to do his own will. But the will of him that sent him. Read 39. And this is the Father's will which mm. hath sent me, that all of which he hath given me, I shall lose nothing, but shall raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up that last day. Did y'all hear that? Now look here, he gave us the truth. You know, what, what's funny is that Israel, again, it's hard for us to hear the truth. It's hard for us to accept reality. It's hard for us to take the word of Yah. You know why? Because we don't have faith like we say we do. We're walking away grieved like the young rich ruler because we don't really believe the words that's being said. We only follow him because we hungry and want something to eat. And their response to him, I, I got these three verses, and their response to him was the Yahudis then murmured at him. Why? Because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. They didn't believe what he said. They had no faith. And they said, is this not Yahushua, the son of Yosef, whose father and mother we know? How is it then that he said, I came down from heaven? Because they can't take heed to the word. <laughs> He proved if they would have gotten the Torah and had faith in Yah's word, they would believe in who he is. <clears throat> it ain't no saying, it ain't no difference. Many of you so-called Christians are the same way right now, ultimately Israel and, and the Gentiles. You know why? Because you all walking around looking like who did it and what for, looking like stupid, doopy, oopy, and you saying foolish phrases like we are no longer under the law. 
You said we were we, 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 we redeemed from the curse of the law. Like the law is a curse. It ain't talking about the law being a curse. You'll be redeemed from death because death is the curse of the Torah. And because Yahushua's life, you'll be redeemed. But let me tell you something. You are not redeemed by Yahushua if you'll receive him as who he really is. See, everybody always deep. But if you don't receive him as who he really is, then you are not delivered. I know, I know, I know they're getting mad at me now. I know they're getting mad at me now. But guess what? Go on talk. You can, you, look, look at him. You can go on talk about me, accuse me of being bitter or whatever. I don't even care about how you feel. But I'm going to tell you right here. If you do not honor the Shabbat, you can't have the royal cockroach. How do you get the royal cockroach when the word says it convicts you of sin and leads you and guides you into all truth? And if you know that, 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 that today is Shabbat and you still tomorrow go under y'all on your day, you are in sin and you don't have the royal cockroach. No, you don't because the royal convicts of sin. Leads and guide into all truth. And guess what? If you don't have no conviction to live a Kodesh set apart life, if you have no conviction to live right, then you don't have, y'all. I don't care what you say. People get mad all day long. Yeah. Because I was like that. I was on Sunday. Yeah, going to church on Sunday. Come home and masturbating. Watch the pornography. Still married. Yeah, and guess what? Getting up and preaching before everybody, telling them what God said, and making my man and all that stuff, and still telling my wife, shut up, every now and then, call her out of her name, sometimes being aggressive, doing things that I knew that I should not do. Oh, how can you have y'all living like that? You don't have y'all. You got some good old fashioned religion that's tied with your flesh that creates doom over your life. So, how valuable is it? See, it's so valuable to me. I don't care about how you feel about me. I know how to be transparent because I can't fake the funk. One thing about it is most folks fake the funk. Can't be honest because they care about what somebody say and how somebody feel. I, I don't care about you being mad at me. You cannot embarrass me. I tell my testimony because it's my testimony. And I, and, and I overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. And you know what? I'm willing to give all things up. You know, for y'all. You know, and the thing about it is, if I'm not there yet, best believe he's going to help me get there. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't on my own doing. Right. He grows every man up into yeah. the man he wants them to become. Abraham wasn't there yet mm -hmm. when they told him, in, you know, 85 years old about having a son. He wasn't there in his faith yet. Yeah, yeah. I know Paul said, you know, he said he believed Yah. He believed Yah he could have a son. His belief was, I can have a son. But guess what? He did believe Yah, but his actions was not the son that Yah talked about. He, it, 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 it didn't take faith to sleep with Hagar. He could still get hard. And I said what I said, and she could still have children. Yeah, but his faith came in when it got to the point that he couldn't get hard no more. He was impotent. Now, guess what? Then can you believe? Mm. When you believe, can you can you believe now? When 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 it's difficult for you and you can't see your way, can you still believe? Do you still have trust? Because the word says in Romans fourth chapter, Abraham stopped he stopped considering what he was dealing with. He stopped considering his own body being dead. He didn't consider Sarah's womb being dead. If you're still considering what folks are gonna say, if you're still considering what it looked like to you. If you're still considering how you feel, you're not there yet. But don't worry. Most High going to get you there. He's going to get all of us there. He's going to get all of us there. See, to show you have faith, 
We got Abraham, I knew our father. We got, a, we got a line up like he lined up. And how did he line up? He was going with what he had been told. See, he got to the point in his life that when the Most High told him, you got to give up Isaac. Abraham didn't care about giving up Isaac because he knew that he, the Most High told him the promise got to come through Isaac. And one thing about it yet, Isaac ain't, ain't married yet. We ain't, really, we ain't really found Rebecca. And Isaac ain't married yet because he had not touched her. So guess what? He got to raise him up. So even if I killed him, he got to raise him up. Why? Because he got to do what he said he was going to do. And so your mind got to have that same problem, that same process. Even if it's rough, even if it seems difficult, even if it seems terrible, are you going to still keep with what you have been told or are you going to remain in the flesh and going to move off your circumstance? You got to look at something. Abraham had a tough life. You know, not, not only did Haran die by being cast into, the, in, into the, uh, the fire with him, but Sarah died too. That's his wife. Yeah, he, 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 he may have married Keturah, but he was married to Sarah for a long time. They had been married way longer than 25, 20 something years. And Isaac wasn't no 40 years old. He had Isaac when he was. Uh, uh, probably 100. So I can't say he was 40. I don't know how old he was. But he was he, he wasn't he, he wasn't 140 when he was told <laughs> to give him up. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. What I'm saying is his faith, his trust. So where do you stand? Are we gonna be able to keep what we have been told? Or are we gonna walk away grieved? Are we going to walk out with our heads down, heads hung low? Are we going to reject the bread of life because we don't like what he said to us? Because that's what they did. And then he called them out. So I guess I'm going to call y'all out too over there murmuring. Verse 4, I got this. Verse 43 says this. You stand for unto them. Murmur not among yourselves. No man can come down to, come to me except the Father which have sent me draw him. And I'm going to raise him up at the last day. So let me tell you right here. If you stumbling into what I'm saying, most I ain't drew you yet. <laughs> if you want to come, come. Repent of your sins. Turn from that wrongdoing and seek the kingdom of Yah and let him bless your life. 45 says this. It is written in the prophets and they shall be taught of Yah, Elohim. It is written in the prophets and they shall all, and they shall be all taught of El, of Yah. Every man. Therefore, that he have heard and have not learned of the Father cometh unto me. Not that any man have seen the Father, save he which is of, of, of Elohim, he have seen the Father. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believe on me hath everlasting life. I am the bread of life. Yeah, you can only come to me as my Father draw you. All y'all being taught of y'all. All y'all being taught of y'all. So if you learn, if, if, you, if you really learn of y'all, you'll come to Yahushua. You know how most folks don't come to Yahushua? They don't know Yah. They don't have faith. They don't know Yah. Hebrew or not. If any Hebrews don't, don't, don't believe in Yah, I mean Yahushua, they don't know Yah. Your fathers did eat man in, in, in the wilderness. And they're dead. This is the bread which come down from the Shemayim that a man may eat thereof and not die. That's me. I am a living, I, not, not me, carry back from Yahushua. I am a living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. 
and the bread that I would give is my flesh, which I give for the life of the world. Now here they go and they're in the flesh again. He can't speak his words in the Ruach and you in the flesh. You're going to always misunderstand what he said. And let me tell you something. That's the adversary. The adversary always, is always an accuser of the brethren. People who like discernment can't see the things of Yah. They in the flesh. Mm -hmm. Somebody come to you in the, yes. in, in, in the spirit of Yah, you like discernment, yes. you'll accuse them of saying and do oh. other things because you're in your Tell flesh. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the thing about it is you yeah. don't take your time yeah. to just take hold to what's being said to you because you don't agree what's being said to you, you get offended. Shut up, get out your flesh and listen. Maybe you get a better understanding. They got in the flesh. Verse 52 says this right here. The Jews therefore strove among themselves, saying, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? Now, why would the Most High be talking about eating human sacrifices and eating the man? Because they can't, give it, can't get past their flesh. They in the flesh. They, they, they should have knew full well he wasn't talking about eating his, eating his natural flesh. They're in their corner mindset, which is death. So he don't care. He keeps going. He says to them, very, very, I say unto you, except you eat, Except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoso eat my flesh and drink my blood have eternal life. And I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is the meat, for my flesh, for my flesh is meat indeed. And my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh, my flesh and drink my blood dwelleth in me, and I in him. You have to become a part of him. You gotta dwell with him. You gotta. This is by faith. His life gotta be on the inside of you. If, 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 if his life ain't in you, you have no part of him. So whose life is in you? How you living? As 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 the living Father, as the living Father have sent me, and I live by the Father. So he that eat of me, he shall live by me. This is this is the bread which came down from the heaven. Not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. He that eateth of this bread shall live forever. These things said he in the synagogue as he taught them. I want y'all to see something. Many therefore of his tabardine which heard this said, this, this is a hard saying. Who can hear it? They didn't like what was said to him. It was too difficult for him. For them, they was in the flesh. When, when Yahushua himself, when he, when he knew it himself, they murmured against it. He asked him a simple question. Does this offend you? Because you're in the flesh. You can't be my disciple and not understand my teaching. If it's hard, get an understanding of it. Learn from it. Don't walk away. Don't walk away, grieve. You know, if you notice, if you notice something, the young rich ruler didn't ask the question. So because he didn't have no understanding, the adversary stole from him. He was wayside ground. He walked away grieved because he lacked understanding. If he would have stayed longer and asked the question like the Tabardine asked, he would have told him, no man has ever given up anything for my sake and I ain't, I ain't gave back to him a hundredfold. Mm -hmm. But because you're in the flesh and walked away with no faith, I ain't got to explain myself to you. Yeah. But because you want to learn and grow in it, I'll teach you. That's how y'all do. So if this word is a stumbling block to you and you want to learn, you're in your flesh. And I said it just like that. And I mean it. And I'm not in the flesh. I'm telling you the truth. Verse 2 says right here. What and if you shall see the Son of Man ascend where he was before? Is the Ruach that quick with the, the flesh profits you nothing? Mm. The words that I'm speaking to you, they are Ruach and they are life. But there are some of you that believe not. 
It says, for he knew at the beginning who they would that believe not and who would betray him. And he said, therefore, I say unto you that no man can come unto me except if it were given unto him of my father. For, for, for that time, many of his time, then he went back and walked with him no more. Because that was in the flesh. And then he turned his, to, to the twelve. He asked him a serious question. I'm asking every last one of y'all. Will you also walk away? Will you also go away? Because you don't like what's being said to you? You saw the miracles. You're all excited at the good things. But when truth hits you, it irritates you like an allergy. And instead of you giving you something to help your eye from itching, and get your ears and your throat from itching, you just get irritated. Get worse. And you go lay down and go to sleep. <laughs> Why did it get worse? Until you get in spiritual medicine. Right. They can they, they get, get you some spiritual antihistamine. <laughs> They'll get that itch at your eye. They'll unstop that itch and get the itch from itch and help you receive and hear and see the, the things of Yah. And get your throat from itch so you can swallow Yah's word and live. Then Shimon Kepha answered him, Master, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. We need to have the mind of Peter. Yes. Without you, I can't go nowhere. I'm lost and stuck if you ain't with me. Teach me your ways and your words. Where shall we go? And we believe, and I assure you are Hamashiach, the son of the living El, the living Yah. And you should answer them, have not I chosen you twelve? And one of you is a devil. He turned and he just went ahead and rebuked Judas too, didn't he? Yeah, that's that. This right here, verse seventy is is, is key. Yeah. That even though we're talking, some of y'all on this line is listening now. He go here later. You a devil mm. because you 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 stir up strife and discord. To the word of y'all that was given to you, out of life, and you use it to try to distort the view of other people. Most likely gonna judge you because you're wrong in your motive. You better repent and ask the most how to forgive you quickly. If you don't, you will see it quickly. He's going to judge you for something called discord. It's called Lashon Harab. That means you speak to the dead. Forbidden speech. Read Numbers 12 and look at Miriam trying to draw discord. Yes, most high gave us Zerah a spiritual discipline. His word don't change. It remains the same. Because you're stepping into battles you shouldn't step into. You want to name your name? I will. You, you know who you are. <laughs> repent and turn from your sins now. Verse 71 says this. He spake to Judas. Iscariot. It says, verse 12 again, verse 70 says this right again. Yahushua answered them, Have not I chosen you twelve? And one of you is the devil. Judas was there. It said, and he spake of Yahudas Iscariot, the son of Simon, for he was, for he was, for it, for he was it that should betray him, being one of the twelve. So I'm telling you all, I'm asking the question: how valuable is this kingdom to you? How valuable is it? Repent of your sins then if you know you was wrong. Turn from the wrongdoing. Mm. Surrender yourself. Begin to grow in your trust. If you lack faith, ask y'all to help your unbelief. But please, I beseech you, do not remain in the same spot. And do not digress. Go forward in the things of y'all. Persevere and push. Trust in him and believe on him. As the scriptures have said. And out of your belly shall flow the rivers of living water. Ask y'all to increase your faith in him. He will. 
Almighty Yah, we thank you. We just magnify you. For you are our strength and you are our salvation. You are our Father, and we thank you for Yahushua. You give him giving his life on our behalf to reconcile us back to you. Thank you, Yahushua, for giving your life for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for giving us the real Hakodesh that convicts us and leads and guides us to all truth. Show us your ways and teach us truth. Help us to grow in you and not get weary in doing well. But to be true children of you, Almighty Yah. We thank you and we love you and we magnify you. Help us to see the value of the kingdom and live in it. To see the value of the kingdom and walk in it. Almighty Yah, straighten us up in the areas we need straightening up in. Help us to remove the sin and the weight that so easily beset us and walk in and run us with this race with patience. Help us to look unto you, Yahushua, the, the initiator and the end of our trust, mm. to surrender ourselves and live right from your perspective. Show us your ways, Almighty Yah. We need you and we know we cannot make it without you. Teach us, O oh, oh Yah, your ways. Purge us and cleanse us. Make us right with you. We thank you for being our strength and our salvation. And we love you. We magnify you. In the name of Yahushua HaMashiach, we pray. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. Now listen to this. Man, Pastor Karen's finna come. Come on, Pastor Karen. You come on right now. Clock. I'm finna go sit down. Tonight, when the sun set, is atonement. Yom Kippur, what they call it, the Feast of Atonement. You had an opportunity. If you don't have things in your life that's right, you know you're wrong, we got an opportunity to, to repent. This is, this is a high, high Shabbat that's coming up. It's a solemn assembly. We're going to fit ourselves. We're not going to eat. We're going to fast and we're going to pray all day. We're going to pray all day. We ain't going to drink either. Mm -mm. We're not going to drink either. We're going to trust y'all. We're going to live a code set apart life. So you need to repent, repent. Get it right. If you got to get things fixed with people, Get it fixed with the people. Call them. Go see them. Tell them you, you apologize. Forgive them. Let their foolishness go. Love. Ask y'all to forgive you of your sins. Grow up, Israel. Grow up, family. Grow up. Be men and women of y'all like you said. You said you pray, have the sermon. What's the anger for? What's the mad for? What's the malice for? What's the strife for? I thought we loved one another. That's the greatest commandment. He said, don't bear a grudge, but rather love your neighbor as yourself. So what's the deal? What's really? How bad you really is the kingdom of God to you? Or is it just religion? Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Praise God. We are extremely thankful for everybody that was able to join us i know it's been um just really really good eating spiritually over here at a hob love assembly and every time huh all right and every time we join together with our um brothers and sisters all over that we're connected with as far up as New York and then um, North Carolina and uh, Georgia uh, and even Jamaica. So all I can say is this, when Abiyah brings his word to us and he deals with us and he gets in our business because that's what a real father or a parent would do that actually cares for their children so that they would be able to inherit, inherit this promise. 
you know, they get them right so that they can align themselves to not go squander their inheritance, you know, to not prematurely do things that are not pleasing that will put you out forever. Because everything that has a start has an end. And Yahuwah, he began it. And Yeshua, going to end it. <coughs> so it's right. to our benefit. <clears throat> Y'all, we got to get it together. Hallelujah. And for most, have no clue what to turn. But the Father has been knocking. The Father has been nudging. The Father has been prodding his people. Because if it was, it is his will that none should perish, but all shall obtain this everlasting life. And today, we were asked the question, just how precious is the kingdom of Yah to us? Is it precious enough to walk on a narrow path in which few follow? Is it? And today, there was light shone on several different things from Torah class, uh, the Torah studies that are 945, and then on into this message. So I'm thinking, thinking even more, self-reflecting, preparing for the Feast of Atonement. And I started it that way because we've had messages that have stepped all over our toes. Probably some of y'all or even me, you know, I got on the spiritual cast right now. Because I got a good old, good old, good old chastisement from Abba. To him that know to do it and does it not. To us and to that man, it will always be a sin. So regardless to a moment of ignorance, you still going to be dealt with. Because uh, Yahuwah only winked at the ignorance of man for so long. But now has called and it's and to all of us to repent. So as we go forth to the day of atonement, praise Yah and, and, and pass about, praise Yah for you and what Yah is doing in you. Uh, bring it forth the word. We're preparing for Yom Kippur. That is the Hebrew word for the day of atonement. And most may not know the purpose, but I am big upon, I may not be the best oratorical speaker, but I'm extremely repetitive and I will repeat and repeat and repeat till I get it. Because one thing for sure, according to the book of Matthew, chapter, help me out, chapter, yeah, is it 13, 19, because I missed it. It's not 22, but 13, 19. You need to have understanding. Yes. Can somebody read it for me? Because I don't want to misquote it. I will. But for me, for the past five to seven years, it's been about getting an understanding of what I'm doing. That nobody can talk me out of it. Go right ahead. Matthew 13 and 19. Will anyone hear of the word of the kingdom and understand of it not? Then comes the wicked one and catch away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receives seed by the wayside. Don't preach. 
<laughs> All right. So we didn't have the word taught to us today. Get an understanding. Put it on replay. Put it on repeat. Scriptures in the comment to follow up. You can even reach out to us. Hallelujah. But the understanding of the Day of Atonement is extremely important. Because without repenting and afflicting our souls, without dealing with sin issues, things that we've harbored, we truly will show if this word of Yah is as important as most claim. For most, they have no clue what the feasts are or what we're doing. But for those who have some awareness and have some knowledge, and as I shared with uh, a couple other people, uh, brothers and sisters yesterday, may it be real so that we can truly tabernacle with them, uh, Yah, Coming up Sukkot, our last fall feast. So I would like to just read Psalms 31, 1 through 32, 1 through 2. And, it's blessed, and it says, blessed is he whose transgressions is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man unto whom Yahuwah imputes not iniquity. And in whose Ruach there is no God. And this is what we're getting ready to do. Because we want the Father to abide with us. We want him to remain in our lively temples. This here that most people, uh, when we look in the good news, want to, you know, call out the Greek word, the ecclesia, the called out ones. But we in that ecclesia, the called out ones, you need his Ruach. Other than that, we are sounding brass and tickling cymbal. Definitely don't have the love of y'all that draws us back to where we need to be. So, hallelujah. hallelujah. I'm stirred up, y'all. Praise y'all. Didn't, didn't mean to uh, be overbearing, but just extremely passionate about uh, what we're getting ready to do. We'll follow up with those who do tune in um, uh, on our message board. You'll find details and plans for tomorrow so that we can connect and strengthen one another so that you can get in on prayer um, and be able to pray with one another, encourage one another, and be there for one another to be real before the Father. Also, um, if you would like to give in the comment section on all of our, most to all of our videos, you would see different avenues in which you'll be able to give. It's listed. Praise Abba for those who give. Praise Abba for those who are going to begin to give. Because we should. We should give to our local assemblies. We do things in the community that, that are needed. Hallelujah. And lastly, this is the day that our great king has made. Not only should we rejoice and be glad in it, but we should be thankful for another day of life to get it right. We'll see you next Shabbat. Um, real soon for those who are faithful followers or consistent followers. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll try to go live. Our goals are to go live because we will next week be starting uh, Sukkot. So we'll be going up to uh, New York, Richfield Springs to be with our families. Hallelujah. Uh, and, and we're totally psyched 
totally hype. You know, you know, you go hard for the Alabama football games. You go hard for your NFL teams. We go hard for the major league teams of choice. But how about going hard for the King of Kings who gave his life, hallelujah, and his blood atoned for our sins. He covered us. So, with that being said, tune in again. We love you truly with Ahaba. And we we desire to be showing forth y'all's love in action. Shabbat Shalom. See you soon.